Today's reading is the Magnificat from Mary, her song of praise, and it is from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 56. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, Mary responds. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and the haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he has made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. In this song, what we hear is an inspired song of praise from Mary, who sees and hears, believes and trusts God, even prior to the fulfillment of his promises. This is such a spectacular vision, expression, um, picture of trust. This hymn of praise is filled with phrases from the song that Hannah prayed, the song that she sang on the birth and the presentation of her unexpected child, uh, Samuel. She too um, had a birth that was unusual. She was barren and never thought she would have a child. And when she did, she had Samuel and dedicated him to the temple. She sang this song of praise, which is similar to the one that Mary sings. What's interesting here is that our faith in God, when expressed, is never completely original. It is built upon the foundation of God's word, whether it is Mary's Magnificat or whether it is Jesus's words from the cross. It is all grounded in scripture. And now Mary's words, which are very familiar, similar to the song that Hannah sings, we also know that these words now are inspired by the Holy Spirit. For she not only sings this Magnificat, this song, this hymn, but she also witnesses to the purpose and to the power of God. This inspiration can only come from the Holy Spirit. That spirit that had rested in, in Elizabeth's womb and John the Baptist, that spirit that had rested in Elizabeth, that spirit now rests in Mary. While Mary speaks of God as my Savior, she also sings about how God is the Savior. Mary sings of her low estate, her humble uh, position, which points to God's regard for the lowly of the world. And the advent of 
this reign of the Messiah will then involve the judgment as well as the blessing of God. The social, the economic, and the political consequences of this impending birth are profound. No dimension of life or culture will be beyond the lordship of this Messiah. Martin Luther commended this song to Prince John Frederick, his supporter and friend. He said, in all of scripture, I do not know anything that serves such a purpose so well as this sacred hymn of the most blessed mother of God, which ought indeed to be learned and kept in mind by all who would rule and will be um, all who will rule well and be helpful lords. So as we think about this hymn, this praise of him, this song of praise, um, as we think about this song, the question that resonates for me is, as our Lord God grants us with authority and power as God's representatives, how do we use that power? How will we bear that authority? in order to bear fruit, in order to do mission. Let me repeat that. As our Lord God grants us with authority and power, how will we use that authority and that power to bear fruit for God? Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift of your son, and we thank you for his mother, Mary, who displayed such faith and trust for us. May these words that she sings guide our lives and guide our use of your authority and power in this world. Speak to us so that we may hear and believe and trust like Mary. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.